a podcast to honor the gods. This better come with a sacrifice. Dave's X Media. You know, said Phineas Nigelus, even more loudly than Harry, this is precisely why I loathed being a teacher. Young people are so infernally convinced that they are absolutely right about everything. Has it not occurred to you, my poor puffed-up popinjay, that there might be an excellent reason why the headmaster of Hogwarts is not confiding every tiny detail of his plans to you? Have you never paused while feeling so hard done by to note that following Dumbledore's orders has never yet led you into harm? No. No, like all young people, you are quite sure that you alone feel and think. You alone recognize danger. You alone are the only one clever enough to realize what the Dark Lord may be planning. Welcome to the restricted section where it's all Harry Potter all the time for better or for worse. If you haven't done the reading, don't worry, we did it for you. Here's what we're talking about this week. Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, Chapter 23, Christmas on the Closed Ward. Fuck, I did not write an intro for this, so I'm going to do it on the fly. It's Christmas in this chapter, gang. Oh my god, I haven't read this in a couple weeks. And they're at St. Mungo's. Oh, this is the one where they... Oh god, this one is really tragic. This is the one where they... First of all, come across Gilderoy Lockhart, who is unwell. And then they also come across Neville and Augusta visiting Neville's parents, Frank and Alice, in the hospital. They are also not doing well. Um, And basically, I think this is just like a really sad chapter. So Merry Christmas. Welcome to the restricted section where I forgot to write an intro for this chapter. My co-host today is from the closed ward herself, Haley. Say hello to the listeners, Haley. Hello, listeners. I just learned joined up writing. (laughs) Oh. And our special guest today is none other than the legendary Mots. Say hello to the listener, Mots. Hello. Legendary. I don't know if you caught, I accidentally said listener, like one listener. All singular listener. And the listener is Mots. Well, it's not wrong. <laughs> and I will say, I, I have never learned joint up writing, so. You don't need you to. Know, it, no. I, I, I very technically learned it and then unlearned it when I found out that uh, everyone who told me this is all you're going to be allowed to write with for the yeah. rest of your life was completely wrong. I write in joined up writing if you consider the fact that I write in print very quickly so all the letters stick together. There you go. Joined up writing. <laughs> this is the compromise we make. I do love signing my name in cursive though because my name is Christina Lee Khan and like damn that the I go so hard with that L on the Lee. It's like it's like wow, it's curvy. You know what I mean? Nice. Mods, how have you been since the last time you were here? I mean, I've, it's been fine. Like, it's. Okay. You don't have to give us any more than that if you don't want to. <laughs> I mean, like, honestly, you look great. not that much has been going on. 
I feel you. I hate when people say, how's it going? I'm like, nothing has, I'm 31. I feel like nothing has changed in years. <laughs> <laughs> like I have nothing. I have a new job and it's not even interesting to talk about. Like I just do it. <laughs> uh, I know that everyone knows this already, but in case you forgot, Mots has been a guest on this podcast many a time, including... Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, Chapter 9, Part 2, Grim Defeat. That was back in February of 2021. Quidditch chapter. Quidditch chapter. (laughs) He also joined us to talk about Puffs last summer, which was literally such a fun episode. That was me, Mots, and Leela, (laughs) a.k.a. the Puffs. Um, You also came on to talk about Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, Chapter 1, The Riddle House. That's a good one. With Haley. That is a good one. Yeah, with Haley. Um, That was last September. Nope. It was September 2021. What even is time? I have no idea what's happening. Wait, what? Oh, God. I keep forgetting that 2022 happened. Yeah. Good. Good for you. And And then if you are... Uh, a patron, a $5 and up tier patron over our, on our Patreon, you have heard trivia, hardest trivia ever with Mots. Oh the only time I've ever God. been kind of mad at you. <laughs> I still think about it Just sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was a joy. If you want to see me, Haley, and Andrew absolutely schooled in Harry Potter trivia, um, but in a way that makes you mad, not happy, uh, please sign up for our Patreon. <laughs> More to the point, if you've ever done Harry Potter trivia and been annoyed at how easy it was, just, it, it, yeah, yeah th- this is... This is the one you've been looking for. I still say that we need to post it on our blog because, because like I've Googled like super hard Harry Potter trivia and it's like never hard. It's like, who's the guy with all of the cauldrons that smells like cigars? It's like, this isn't hard for me. (laughs) Mots, we're so glad to have you back. I love having you on the show. Um, But you did, you did have a lot of options for what chapter you could have picked from this book. And you picked this one. Chapter 20, huh? 23, Christmas on the Closed Ward. Can you defend yourself and your choices, please, for a moment? No. <laughs> I, I have no defense. I, I respect that. I kid you not. I picked this chapter uh, back when I first came on this podcast. <sighs> So just, just feeling masochistic at the time? Mott likes <laughs> Honestly, to poke probably. the bruises of the Harry Potter saga. He's like, well, this one hurts. Let's look deeper. <laughs> it, might, uh, it, it might be the Lockhartness of this yeah. chapter because it's the only chapter left that has Lockhart since, you know, I've missed out on Chamber. And it's upsetting. Like, you are at the end of Chamber of Secrets, you're like, this fucking guy, like, he deserves the worst. But then, like, three years later, you have forgotten about him, and you read this chapter, and you're like, oh. Why? Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> oh, God, no. <coughs> I told Mots before we started recording that I listened to the audiobook of this uh, with my husband, Sean. And I was like, you're going to want to listen to this one because th- none of this is in the movie at all. And. He was like, what is happening right now? Like, what are we doing? This is a hospital visit. You've never been in a hospital? (laughs) They're all like this. They're all just awful. (laughs) 
<laughs> this chapter does have one of my favorite lines in, I think, the entire series. So there's that. Okay, That's we'll good. get there. Yep, we'll, we'll get, get there. there. We'll get there. Haley, are you drinking right now? Um, no, I've just got a uh, water bottle, but I have been. Uh, I wake up late all of the time, especially the weekends. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it's the weekend. That doesn't matter to you, listeners. I'm we don't sorry, often listener. record on the weekend, <laughs> and it's also mid-afternoon, which we usually record in the evening, yeah. when it's more appropriate to be drinking. Well, but. I've been drinking coffee with uh, with fake Aldi Baileys, so, you know. Oh, yeah, it's called, like, Corellin or something. It's That's on my Connelly's shopping list. or something. Connelly's? Yeah, yeah, there, there's a C and two Irishy. Ends. Yeah. That's delicious. Um, I'm having a weird day, and so and I also received a free bottle of Brut. I'm in my neighborhood's, like, free trade group. If you live where other people live, which not everyone does. Mots, <laughs> you probably don't have this. <laughs> Maybe you do. I'm just kidding. I don't know anything about where you live. No. Um, if you live in near other people, you <laughs> might have, like, a local buy-nothing group, and I'm very active in mine because Sean and I have a lot of crap all the time. And, um... We're constantly like upgrading stuff. And this one very nice Eastern European lady was like, oh, my God, thank you for this half used nail polish. I brought you this brute because I always get stuff at your house that I love. And I'm like, what? And it was the nicest thing. And I'm drinking it. Shout out to you, neighbor. (laughs) Are you drinking it with the little little sugar cube in it? I am not. Haley and I recently, I don't know if you know what we're talking about, recently saw Moonstruck. <laughs> well, we, we've seen Moonstruck. We saw it in a theater just for fun because it was at the yeah. theater. Um, but that is a thing the in theater. that movie. Yeah, that's that's our plug. That's our collective plug for the day is Moonstruck. That's true. It's such a damn good movie. Like, I could watch it again right now. I lost but... my hand. I lost my pride. Sorry. Well, and Andrew, Andrew and I were just at a party with, like, non-related friends, like, friends who are did not go to see that movie with us. Andrew and I were both just at a party, and we were talking back and forth, and I'm like, why do we both have Brooklyn accents right now? It's because we saw <laughs> Moonstruck the day before. <laughs> this just happens. Well, and I was talking to my therapist uh, yesterday too, and she is a Southern, and I was like, "Oh no, well, I have a Southern accent now. That's a damn shame." I'm very. I just. I'm just trying to blend in. <laughs> just impressionable. I'm impressionable. So I am drinking a little mimosi. I put it. I mixed it in a pitcher, and it looks like not a lot for like a whole bottle of booze, but. I mean, That's because I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> You're only one man. I'm like one. I'm like a, you know, like a cute little technical alcoholic. You well, know? Mommy like, doesn't get drunk. She just has fun. <laughs> mommy doesn't get drunk. She just has fun. Like, I think if I took some tests, they'd be like, yeesh. <laughs> but everything's fine. I'm fit and I don't. It's not a problem ever. So. And. Champagne, specifically Brut, I call it bubbly because I don't want to sound stupid saying champagne, you know? Yeah, champagne it, is something that, you know, like, you bust out for special occasions, not just I don't think I've ever Sunday. even had champagne. Maybe if someone handed it to me for, like, a fancy toast or whatever. But um, bubbly drinks like this make me feel strong and powerful, you know? Like, sometimes wine makes you feel heavy, a little silly, but bubbly... I was swimming against the James River for hours one day because I w- had way too much brute. <laughs> I was stronger than the James for just a little bit, just once. The, the James is like two feet deep, but, you know, go off, babe. <laughs> I was swimming against the current, climbing on the rocks, and I convinced one of my most reserved friends to follow me. 
Guess who it was? Was it Anna? It was Anna. <laughs> I'm like, Haley's like, well, if it's not me, it's going to yeah, be Anna. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, you don't have to convince me to go out in the river. At the very least, I'll do that. <laughs> yeah, so I know that I'm just bullshitting. I'm procrastinating starting this awful chapter, but it is long, so we should get started. But I was telling Haley before we started recording that I had a very weird and uh, disappointing social interaction last night with someone I was friends with a long time ago. So I have this weird feeling inside of me. Aww. Hence... The mid-afternoon booze, I'm like, okay, I gotta get my mind right. <laughs> Fantastic. So if, if I sound weird, it's because I'm fucking weird and I feel kind of weird. Yeah, everyone you know? in this chapter is having kind of a weird time. So okay. it fits. Good segue. Hey. Good segue. Let's do it. Crushed it. Welcome to the restricted section. Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, chapter 23, Christmas on the Closed Ward. And I know what you're thinking. It's the beginning of February. I don't want to think about Christmas. This is the last time of year I want to be thinking about Christmas. <laughs> I'm with you. Same. In order for our Valentine's Day episode to line up with Valentine's Day, we had to do the Christmas episode late. Sorry about that. But just you wait for Valentine's Day. That one is important. <laughs> that one's very important. I'm very excited. So what? <laughs> this is a classic. What? Where did we leave you? What just happened to you before this chapter started? And what happened is that Harry, Fred, George, Ron, Ginny. Is that everyone? I think that's everyone. They were listening with extendable ears outside of Arthur Weasley's hospital room in St. Mungo's. And Arthur Weasley, Molly Weasley, Mad-Eye Mooney, and Nymphadora Tonks were like, Oh my God, can you believe that we suspect that Harry Potter is being possessed by Voldemort? Like, can you believe? Like, obviously your children are listening. What's wrong with you? <laughs> you spent all summer trying to stop them from listening. Now you let your guard down? Yeah. It's like, this is kind of important oh to like not let Harry's, especially it, Harry know. It, it really? Also, also, Arthur is in a shared room. Yeah. <laughs> he does not have a private room. Anyway. It's fine. We'll just we'll just keep talking about it. Full volume. Whatever. Who cares? So Harry starts suspecting that he is the great weapon that everyone has been talking about that Voldemort's after. He's like, that's why everyone's guarding me. It's like not to protect me, it's to protect everyone else from me. All right, bud. <laughs> so they go home. They go back to Grandma Place. He goes upstairs to nap, a.k.a. have a panic attack. <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> still uh, going to go take a quick nap. Mm, still manages after five years to uh, forget about the whole can't can't fucking teleport. I know it's apparate, but can't. There's no there's no manner of of un unsanctioned teleportation in and out of Hogwarts. You know this. You've you've been told this so many times in so many ways. He literally just is safe at Hogwarts? Uh, it's just... I guess he thinks maybe Voldemort's like so powerful that, that he overcame that. And the only thing really that would lead him to believe that he's safe at Hogwarts is a faith in Albus Dumbledore who has been neglecting him all year and I'm fucking talking to him. So if anyone's going to have a faith crisis in Albus Dumbledore, now's the time. He should at least be thinking like, hang on, how would that be possible? 
Like, no. just have a moment of hesitation here. You Why would you moron. think critically ever? Uh, no, Harry Potter right. has never 15. once hesitated in his life, no. and he's not going to start now. No, not when he's 15. <laughs> Honestly, like, the first so many pages of my notes, I'm just <laughs> so annoyed at Harry. <laughs> It's the whole thing. This is very much like the depths of the angst. Like this whole chapter <laughs> is just it like peak. The whole chapter is just every situation of like, hey, remember being fifteen? That was fucked up, right? Like, what was that all about? Yeah. It's like so the the anxiety is so visceral. Like, hey, man, none of this makes sense, and you should like worrying about this is not and it's like it doesn't matter it's it, just happening and it's like you have if they have no control over it none of these kids have any control over what's happening they can't stop any of what's yeah. happening from happening like every single scene is just that when sean and i were listening to this chapter he was like oh damn harry's kind of angsty right am i right and i'm like oh my god you don't even know <laughs> angst, angst, <laughs> like you angst, don't even know angst, what's happening angst, right now angst, <laughs> like angst. it's the angstiest thing <laughs> this whole thing it's i'm 500 pages in and it's so angsty there's no way i'm 500 pages in yet it's got to be like 440 no i know we're about 500 pages in really yeah this chapter <gasps> went from uh 490 something to 515 <gasps> Oh my god. Okay, I so what happened is like right in the middle there I got a little I got a got a little sassy and fed up with how slowly the book was passing and so I didn't pay attention for a couple weeks and now it's just zooming past. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> We're actually in the zooming. story now. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. <laughs> More than halfway through. Only took um 455 pages in my copy. Oh my god. Yeah. So Harry's having a little panic attack. He's like, Voldemort's an animagus. He can turn into a snake. He can possess Harry, turn me into a snake. I'm an animagus. I'm accidental nighttime animagus. I'm a snake. I'm a snake. I'm a snake. I'm a snake. snake. He's freaking out, and like, I do get this, but he's freaking out because he feels like he's giving Voldemort like a picture perfect view into the inside of the Order of the Phoenix. I can get kind of what they were worried about. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder. Okay, so the way that Voldemort is like in Harry's head, I wonder if Voldemort could pull the address of Grimald Place from Harry's brain. Because Harry knows it, or no, it's, could you only pull it from the brain of the secret keeper? I think you can only pull it from the brain of the secret keeper. Like, even yeah. if somebody, like, if there's a. What is it? Fidelius charm? If somebody yeah. else yeah. like reveals the address, it just like won't work somehow. Okay. Yeah. I magic. don't know. Yeah, like it's maybe because maybe magic. like just no sound comes out of your mouth, or maybe you drop dead. Who knows? <laughs> drop you drop dead? Wait. Yeah, you try Wait. like you try to reveal a secret that isn't your secret, and then you Which just fall over dead. dead? The, the person the, per the person Harry who tries drops to snitch. dead or Voldemort drops dead. Harry drops dead. Like it, Because his brain is getting invaded? It, like he tries to get the words out. Like if you try to get the words out, maybe like your throat like closes in on itself or like your tongue. Like you, you have just swallow your own tongue. That's horrifying. Who fucking knows? Oh my god. Okay, so Harry Potter is like, I'm going back to the Dursleys. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love the fact that Harry, when he's terrified that he's going to be the cause of the death of every person in his life, 
He's just like, you know what? I'm just going to go back to the Dursleys. Why not? <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it. There's nothing. How can this get worse? I know. I'll go back to the suburbs. <laughs> okay, so he's like, I'm leaving. And guess who shows up? My, one of my favorite characters. I fucking love, love him. <laughs> one of my favorite characters, Phineas Nigelus. Haley, a long time ago, we were doing like a Harry Potter guess who said that shit. Oh, Harry Quoter. I just remembered what I called it. <laughs> you figured out a Phineas Nigelus quote, kind of, with only slight prodding. And that quote happens in this chapter. It's a very good quote. Oh, which was it? Okay, I'll get there maybe. Okay. Phineas Nigelus is like, hey, I got a message from Dumbledore. And Harry's like, what is it? And Phineas goes, stay where you are. And Harry's like, I am, bro. I'm ready for the message. Like what is it? <laughs> and Phineas is like, no, the message is stay where you are. Like an Abbott and Costello bit. <laughs> <laughs> Harry sort of like loses his shit as this is like maddeningly unhelpful to him personally in this moment. I mean, yeah, yeah. He, like he, he actually kind of goes off. Yeah. And it's not completely unmerited. Okay. Phineas Nigel says... <clears throat> this is the biggest book. You know, this is precisely why I loathed being a teacher. Young people are so infernally convinced that they are absolutely right about everything. Has it not occurred to you, my poor puffed up poppinjay, that there might be an excellent reason why the headmaster of Hogwarts is not confiding every tiny detail of his plans to you? Have you never paused while feeling hard done by to note that following Dumbledore's orders has never yet led you into harm? No. No, like all young people, you are quite sure that you alone feel and think. You alone recognize danger. You alone are the only one clever enough to realize what the Dark Lord may be planning. I believe that the gays call this like a read, right? Like, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's just like the most honest. It's like, shut the fuck up. Sit down. You don't <laughs> know. Like, Harry's anger is valid right now. But Phineas Nigelus is like, you are an infant. Like, shut the fuck up and just do what we're telling you to do. Just stay in this one house. That's all anyone is asking you to do. That's all yeah. you need to do. Obviously, this is, like, laid through with snark. And, like, Phineas Nigel is, like, full snark. Like, he's he's doing alliteration. Poor puffed up puffin' Jay. <laughs> but, like, I feel like he's very loyal to Dumbledore. Even though he acts this way, I feel like... I feel like Phineas is loyal to Dumbledore. He's like, dude, I've been watching this guy stress so fucking much over all of this issue. This was like the best choice he could make. And like, shut the fuck up about it. Like, just trust him. It's literally always been good before, except for that whole goblet of fire. I mean, like, but but like, as much as it's infuriating to not know all of the details of like why you're being told to do a thing. Like, you do know that there's shit going on that you just, like, can't know about. Like, you've been informed, like, hey, we can't tell you why we're telling we you to do this. You. But, like, just do just yeah. do this one thing. Just do this you're one thing. You're a child. Like, you're 15. Yeah. You're 15, man. You're maybe the most impulsive child in this entire world. You, <laughs> you should not know a secret. Literally any secret. You should not know it because they're going mm. to tell people. Yeah. Well, not one. There was one. There was one that he managed to keep, but uh, yeah. it only lasted a year. Oof. That's not his fault, though. Not his fault for once. 
So in sum, I love the way that Phineas Nigelis just tells Harry what he's thinking. I like how he calls out his like toxic Gryffindor behavior, just like running boldly into the next thing without thinking. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, now that you say uh, this is this is indeed what the gays call a read, um, Phineas, we're we're getting a vibe. I take it we're all getting a vibe with Phineas. Uh, yeah. Sl- to me, Slytherin in general just has gay energy. Like he just he, he's like villain coded the way that like all of the Disney villains like like he's got <laughs> he's like a total scar. Right. <laughs> I was thinking Littlefinger like total... honestly a little bit. <gasps> Littlefinger. Yeah. Who, if I have ever seen a Slytherin in my life, yeah. <laughs> it is, it is Littlefinger. Who wasn't the voiced Scar? Jeremy Irons. Yeah. I feel like if uh, Phineas had been in the movies, Jeremy Irons would have had to play him. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah, that's good. That voice. Yeah. Has, you know, that voice. Yeah, so he's good. like inspecting his nails despite wearing gloves. Like... Girl, what? (laughs) (laughs) Silk gloves. They're silk. Of course. Okay. Harry sinks into another vision. It's the fucking black door again, and he hates it, and we hate it for him. Yep, yep. Voldemort's still out here visualizing. (laughs) He's manifesting that shit. (laughs) I was making this joke earlier. Hold on. What is the book? Okay. The book that Brian writes in. Family guy. Brian writes a bestseller. Okay, and what is the name? First thing that comes to mind is The Secret. I don't know why. <laughs> this is Brian from Family Guy. And remember, <laughs> Haley, when I said during the break that we had to get through the rest of the chapter? Yeah. I'm doing it right now. Okay. Um, so Brian writes a bestseller. He's like, I, can, I bet I can write a fucking self-help bestseller because they're bullshit. And they are. <laughs> this is my professional opinion. Bullshit. Oh, yeah. yeah. But he writes a book called Wish It, Want It, Do It. It's, it's really about having the courage to just kind of get inside your own head and just kind of poke around in there, you know, and be like, hey, oh, my gosh, what's under here? Hey, what do you call yourself? Oh, wisdom. Oh, profundity. Oh, truth. Hey, let's, let's all just go hang out together between the covers of a book. I love hearing about your process. And that's the book that Voldemort is using for for this. Wish it, Nailed it. Do it. Nailed it. That does I mean, this sounds this sounds like manifesting to me. This sounds this sounds like he did read that and the secret. I think he has a whole shelf, which that's a red flag. On top of everything else, that would be the biggest red flag about him, is shelf of self help books. You know, it's the it's the genocide, the uh, yeah, race, yeah, like the, the, the next racism, one down is yeah, no, there's a there's a shelf of self help books, and then there's a shelf of like serial killer biographies, and like oh. yeah, yeah. Oh, have I told you that I started listening to this new podcast called If Books Could Kill? No, and it's about like the god awful like pop self help and like finance books, <laughs> you know, like Freakonomics, and The Secret was one that they covered. Yep. Yep, there's yeah, a lot of them right. out there. Yeah, this is there's right. A lot. Um, so Harry wakes up from the stream and he decides not to go down for dinner and I, not to go down for dinner and I guess to never go down for anything ever again. <laughs> He's just in his room, <laughs> like the like the brother from Little Miss Sunshine. Like I wish I could just go to sleep till I was eighteen and skip all of this. <laughs> Which same. <laughs> you are. Paul Dano from Little Miss Sunshine. It's, you know, I watched that movie a lot at certain periods in my you life. You have said that it, you have said before that it is your favorite slash one of your favorites. It is. 
because of it's that. It's a good one. It's a good one. That conversation got me through middle school. Have we, good for you. Have we watched that recently? I know we probably watched it a couple years ago, We right? watched it, like, when we first started doing movie night. But we, so, I would be down to watch like it again. six years yes. ago. Yes, yes. <laughs> Wait, I said six years ago as a joke, but it's really <laughs> six years ago that we met Haley. Yeah. <laughs> I was being dramatic. I'm so old. Time, it passes. Quickly. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, that was seven... 2017, three or six years ago. <laughs> <laughs> See? See? Oh my god! You're making it accelerate so faster. <laughs> so many traumas. Oof. Time passes. <laughs> to be fair, there quickly. are very few things that I would rather pass the time doing than talking to you guys. So. Uh, thank you so much. Don't and say much, stuff like, like that exactly while I'm drinking water. Yeah, I that's can't. beautiful. Water. Show wow. how sweet you are. <laughs> wow, puff. Wow, puff. Also yellow puff. shirt. Puff. Oh, oh my God. Okay, well, first of all, you're right. It is a yellow shirt, but you know what else it is? <laughs> is a restricted section shirt. shirt. <laughs> 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 Amazing. Fantastic. Haley has one of those now. I do. Hey. I bought her one. Mine's- I was like, you're required to wear this for professional events. Mm-hmm. Guess what color it is? I won't make you guess. It's gray. Everything. I always I always spring for gray. <laughs> Mine's pink, which mm. also tracks. Yes. Mons is yellow. That this all makes sense. Yeah, yeah, we're all very predictable people. Baby pink is a neutral to me. <laughs> so everyone is decorating Grandma Place for Christmas. Wait, Christmas. Tina, I want you to put that on, on a t-shirt. <laughs> that should go in our merch. A baby pink t-shirt. No, no. Like, yeah, of course. Like, baby pink is a neutral to me. <laughs> Harry's sulking. Okay, listen. It gets worse because Harry starts sulking in Buckbeak's room. Yeah. Buckbeak shouldn't have a room. It's. I think it's Sirius's mom's old room. Yeah. Didn't they say that? I have said before that that's the room that Sirius and Remus fuck in. And (laughs) probably not if that's Buckbeak's room, because I don't have a I don't have a hippogriff, but I do have four cats. And let's just say that when you're fucking and then you stop and you look around, it's like, oh, you guys were all looking. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And like, aren't aren't uh, aren't hippogriffs kind of fussy about manners? (laughs) Like fussy about manners. (laughs) Like you're not respecting my mom. My mom's old Sheltie used to like when I would be like making out or like having sex in her house. My mom's Sheltie would try to break down the door because he thought I was dying straight yeah. up. Yeah, <laughs> because you're like ah ah ah, <laughs> and the Sheltie's like she's dying, she's dying in there with that strange man. He's murdering her. <laughs> she's being stabbed. Well, kinda <laughs> in a manner of speaking. <laughs> I am fine though. <laughs> <laughs> okay so eventually we have to call in the big guns hermione fucking granger yep isn't her middle name Jean? yeah yep hermione Jean granger my girl she does too much for these boys and yet i so admire her dedication to them like i feel like it i feel like it and for the most part sometimes it's exhausting for her but i feel like for the most part she's like it's a joy to help you guys understand what is happening to you? <laughs> she, I think she finds it enriching. She's like, maybe I just have Moonstruck on the mind, but like, <laughs> she's she's got Loretta Castorini vibes here. 
Like, come out Where of that room. Come, come downstairs. No, it's uh, skiing's not my thing. I'm just, I fuck skiing. Honestly, so- <laughs> come the fu- come the hell downstairs. Everyone says you're hiding. I'm glad you. I'm glad you said fuck skiing because the, the words fuck skiing are literally in my notes. I hate skiing so much, dude. I really here. I hate being cold. Yeah, same. I hate you're trying a new physical thing when people are looking at same. me, and I have bad knees. So why am I gonna go skiing? Yeah, I have I have bad coordination and I don't like going fast and I'm not good at reacting to stuff. Yeah, I don't like going fast, not good at reacting to stuff. For me, it's like my vision, my depth perception is horrible. Eventually they're gonna take my driver's license. It, like, like, not today, <laughs> but they should take my skiing license. I I did think when we were at the movie theater uh the other day and we like we went in and the lights were already off and you were immediately nervous and I was like, oh this is this is the future. This is our future is just <laughs> just kind of compensating as a friend group for all of our weird little <laughs> all of our weird issues. Haley's my eyes. I'm her public presenting personality. I do all her talking for her, but she's my seeing eye introvert. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great arrangement. It works out. No, Sean knows, like, you know, last night we were at a party and we were we were going into the backyard and I was like, you go first. And he was like, I know why. It's because you won't be able to see when we get out there. <laughs> so Hermione is like, okay, well, first of all, I want to talk about how Mr. and Mrs. Granger have like lost their daughter forever. No, like I always think about this. Like I do think that she doesn't like skiing, but like I don't think she's told them shit. I don't think she's told them a single goddamn like she because she lied to them to get out of skiing. She didn't tell them like, hey, yeah, there's a war going on and my already very traumatized orphaned friend from an abusive household is like kind of at the linchpin of the whole situation. Mm -hmm. And I kind of just, yeah, I need to be involved. Uh, No, she tells them like, oh, no, everyone who everyone who cares about their grades is staying at school to study. Hermione never really talks about her parents like in any kind of real way, but I, I feel like feel like there's like more there than w- than we get the time to explore yeah, I, you know what i mean i'm fascinated i almost feel like they just are like she's magic like we can't we can't say no ever again she has magic <laughs> dark theory time you know how uh hermione supposedly um obliviates her parents when she goes camping with harry and ron Catelyn stark and that guy <laughs> yeah 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 um my yeah. theory is that she already has obliviated her parents at this point. (laughs) (gasps) She's just on vacation by herself. She's like, got their credit card. She's like, this is the life. I'm a fucking witch. Yeah. (laughs) I think she sent them to Australia, didn't she? So no, she's got the house to herself. Whenever someone like, Picks up on the fact that she's living by herself. She just obliviates them. She's Oh my God. Wait, that's actually not that. I mean, okay. Yeah, it's a dark theory, but also good for her. (laughs) Yeah, no, like that's honestly, that would be the smart move. (laughs) That's the move. Make sure they're happy just elsewhere, Mm -hmm, you know? mm -hmm. Like this isn't a problem yet, but it's going to be within the year. Obviously, children shouldn't live without parents, but also... Hermione's a total Matilda. Like, she'll be fine. Yeah, if anyone can, if any teenager can take care of herself. Also, some parents really suck. Yeah. Her her parents sound fine. Yeah. Distant, but fine. Which, (laughs) I mean, Australia would be distant. (laughs) Distant, but fine, yeah. (laughs) 
Hermione makes Harry come to his room and eat someone. She's like starving. I okay. So here's something that Harry and I don't have in common. I'll never protest not eat for any reason. Yeah, like I'm eating dinner. You know, same. like I'm. In fact, like that's crucial to me not getting like more enraged with the situation. It, I don't know if it's an anger thing. I think it's an anxiety thing because there's like a point that you can hit, especially if you get like physical anxiety, where it's like mm-hmm. in your stomach. Where you're like, I guess I, I do understand that. Yeah, feeling hungry makes you feel nauseous and like you're too nauseated to eat. Yeah, I usually sure. like, asso- I, I do get what you're saying. I usually associate it with like waking up in the morning, like for an event or something. And I, you're so for me, because I'm an extrovert, it never, I'm never like, this is anxiety. I'm like, I'm so excited that I have the tummy aches. No, it's for it's like a cheaty thing. Like cheaty from yeah. the good place is so valid. Like I'm in heaven and I have a stomach ache. <laughs> like ooh, relatable. Yeah. Oh, what a relatable. good show. That is a really good show. Okay, so jokes on you. It's an intervention. It, this is an intervention. <laughs> Ron and Ginny are there. They start shouting about whose fault it is that everyone is feeling weird and mad. <laughs> this you, is so funny. You won't look at me. Well, you won't look at us. <laughs> like, I literally, I literally, not talking to someone, like, honestly and openly that you tend to do that with all the time, that's, like, enough to, like, start some kind of, like, weird argument. You know what I mean? Like, just changing your behavior toward the people that you love and spend time with all the time. It's like, what is going on with you? Like, you can't just be like nothing. Like I, I, I know you. <laughs> you threw off our groove. <laughs> you threw off our collective groove. Our synergy is out of whack. Okay. So everyone starts shouting. Wah, 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 wah. Hey, Ginny, Ginny, my favorite fucking character, like from this point, like she, okay. First of all, Ginny, she dates around. She hooks up. I bet she already has had sex. You know what I mean? Like, like willfully and happily. Like, good for fucking her. You know, like she's getting her personality in order. She's like, I'm a strong woman. I'll do anything, including tell you to shut up and sit down because guess who else has been possessed by Voldemort? Me! Me! And guess who was there at the time? Your dumbass. In my notes, I'm just going to read from... Please do. Uh, Enter Ginny. Finally, we meet someone in this chapter with a brain who isn't a fucking portrait. And then in parentheses, I suppose Hermione has one sometimes, but whatever. Also, I just want to bring up uh, the Hermione quote... uh, Oh, stop feeling all misunderstood, which is Hermione basically acting as the Am- surrogate for every reader. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. you love to hear it. I like, good for, this is, we're getting it out. Like, sometimes you just have to, like, fuss it out. It's like, why are you acting so weird? Well, because you said that thing. Well, I didn't mean it like that. Okay, well, it still made me feel weird. Okay, well, I'm sorry, you know? And then it's like, all right, why are we yelling now? Oh, no. It's, it feels good to get it out. <laughs> so Jenny grills Harry and is like, you're not even being possessed, dude. Lucky you. You have zero <laughs> symptoms of possession. Yeah, yeah. Guess what? What day is it? It's Christmas. Uh, 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 we oh. wish you a Merry Christmas. We <laughs> wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Harry New Year. Harry New Year, goddammit. 
Okay, let's talk about it. Okay, so we get the classic gift rundown. I, I love that Sirius also just wanted to decorate the house for everybody. This yeah, chapter yeah. makes me so fucking sad, dude. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Haley. everything's oh, fine! Haley. Everything's we'll fine! <laughs> oh, Haley, we're gonna unpack it. Yeah. Just you yeah. wait. Just you wait. several <laughs> notes that I want to bring up for the decorating. Oh, really? Okay, list them. List right, well, them. First, we have the presents. I want to note in the presents that Ron got Hermione a, quote, unusual perfume. Yeah. Unquote. <laughs> and what, wh- here's, when you give someone perfume as a gift, here's what you're telling them. I care about what you smell like. <laughs> <laughs> I am getting, like, a very distinct impression just from the fact that Ron <laughs> even thought to do this, that he, like flipped through some of Molly's like housewife <gasps> magazines to try to Gross. figure out what like what what should a what what should a young wizard of, out on the town be giving to the young lady of his baby possibly affections even though he won't admit it even to himself <laughs> he's like perfume. i just have this urge i just have this urge to give her perfume like i don't know what that's about like someone like fred walked in the room and he just like pulled a cat like a uh, order form out of the catalog and was like, I, I, what catalog? <laughs> <laughs> you were reading a magazine. <laughs> okay. Uh, Wizarding World Christmas carols are confusing as hell. Just like everything else related to Wizarding World Christmas and just Wizarding World, period. Period, yeah. <laughs> um, <for sure. laughs> at one point, it says that the decapitated heads of the house elves are decorated with Santa hats and beards? Yep. Yep. Yeah, no, they're um, in the... I don't know... I don't know what the publishing uh, looks like <laughs> where you're at, Mots, but uh, this is the illustration for the chapter. No! In my yeah. version. <laughs> yeah. that's, a, that's like a garden gnome. There you go. Yeah, there. Drink it in, buddy. <laughs> yeah. And so there's a picture on the Instagram, oh, everyone. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, also, um... Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> also, uh, yeah, the decapitated heads of the house elves are all stuffed, which... Does that mean that house elf taxidermy is a thing? I th- it's a black market, wink, get it? <laughs> get it? Black market. Wow. 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 <laughs> Thanks. Thanks so much. Is this, do you understand Andrew better in this moment? <laughs> do you feel- <laughs> he and I are friends because we were both so performative. Equally bad at making jokes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but taking an equal amount of joy. <laughs> like, like, seriously? Stuff? Seriously. Does that mean that it's taxidermy? I, I can't... I, I think it's, literally... Well, yeah. there's taxidermy and then there's, like, shrunken heads, uh, and it's hard to say which. Wow, their heads are pre-shrunk, you know what I mean? Oh. oh. Man, you're really on form today, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, but they are. They're, like, already so It's like, small. like, all of the decorations <laughs> before that sound so lovely. It's like, oh, we've got fake snow in the corners and covering the carpets. We've got we've a got big Christmas tree. Face <laughs> that, was, that was Dobby. Dobby did that. No, this actually looks nice. It sounds like the house looks nice. Sirius put in a goddamn effort and then also put Santa hats on the fucking house elves. Man... Well, you got to laugh at them somehow. You know what I mean? It's like when you do the bog art and you have to figure out how to make them goofy so they're not as threatening anymore. Can't they just take them down? (laughs) 
Unstick it. Unstick no, it's please. tradition. It it's called? tradition. Permanent sticking charm. Tradition. <laughs> but like, why would there be a permanent sticking charm on those? Never mind. It's fine. Don't we don't have to break it down. There's so much chapter left. There's so much chapter left. Okay. Um, important note. Molly Weasley sent Percy a Christmas sweater and he sent it back without saying a damn thing. Okay. Oh my God. Like it, you don't, it, it's vicious. It's vicious behavior. Percy? Your father is in the hospital. Yeah, uh, what the fuck is wrong with you? Oh Percy God, is not even doesn't even appear in this chapter, and he still managed to manages to be the worst part of it. Mm. You're right about that. That's a good. Uh, that's it's a good quite quote. impressive. I'm gonna put that quote. <laughs> it's honestly impressive. He he's really good yeah. at being a dick. Yeah, I love that. Really. Uh, I love that Fred and George were trying to make her feel better <laughs> and did not, and it didn't work. So Lupin took over. <laughs> <laughs> the emotional oh. back backbone of this rebel <laughs> rebel alliance. Um, I just remembered something. Okay. Do you remember when they were listing they? Do you remember when Joanne was listing all of the Christmas presents? Do you remember that Lupin and Sirius sent a combo gift together? Yeah. You know, like a couple does. <laughs> yeah. The clues yeah. were here all along. <laughs> They're both. You just have to open your eyes to see the way of the wolf star. I feel. Is it is it possible <laughs> that they're both also incredibly broke and went in on it together? Sure, <laughs> but that doesn't mean that they're not banging. <laughs> <laughs> Two things can be true. It just like it says. It's like. We got him a present together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what would you do? And honestly, I bet Lupin was like, I know exactly what we're going to get for Harry. And Sirius Black's like, oh, thank God. <laughs> you would not believe how hard it is for me to go shopping. <laughs> he has to mail order with an owl. That's the only way. To a house no one can find. <laughs> or Crookshanks. Or Crookshanks. That raises goes. a very... Can the owls find Grimmauld Place, Haley? Probably not. No, because then you could have spy owls, owl spies. What? What? It's so. Is Hedwig here this whole time? Hedwig's not here. Doesn't she find this place? Shit, you're right. She has to find this place. Maybe, maybe Dumbledore told her to. (laughs) Dumbledore gave Hedwig the address. Wait, I need, I need, I feel like I need to commission a two-panel <laughs> comic strip. I know it's a two-panel comic strip. I'm going to ask Zach to draw for me. And the first one is going to be Dumbledore dead serious. <laughs> like Hedwig. I need you to go visit Harry at the following address. And the second panel is Hedwig deadpan as hell in her spike gear being like, hoot. <laughs> Kill Bill outfit. <laughs> yeah. Hedwig in a Kill Bill outfit. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen those pictures of the owl's legs? When the, you lift up their feathers, there's like real legs underneath. Yeah, yeah give them the old razzle dazzle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh my God. We simply must focus. Hermione has made Creature a quilt for his bedroom. And everyone's like, what bedroom? He sleeps. He's literally a living creature. That's news to me. (laughs) Um, And so they go to find his bedroom under the boiler off the kitchen. Okay. And there's a bit of an aside about how no one has seen Creature lately. Mm. But 
they're like, oh, he's weird. Who cares? Um, and like, I guess that'll that's probably that you know, like he's weird. Who cares? Yeah, that's probably never going to. He's come probably up around here again. somewhere. Oh, it comes so close though. It comes so close. Because mm-hmm. uh, Harry's like, like, this is what infuriates me about fucking Harry. Like, uh-huh. you can't remember the whole like, hey, no, the castle is like literally magically impregnable. Mm-hmm. But you can remember, what about four days ago, precisely, when you yelled out? Do you think he meant... <laughs> All like, the way you, out? Yeah, like... Like, it, why don't you call him right now? Right, exactly. Shouldn't his master be able to do that? Like, yeah, this, this Sorry, all seems... Sorry, the word master makes me like, walk into the sea, so... <laughs> But like, fuck, Sirius is just like, no, 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 it's, he can't possibly leave. Harry's like, well, I mean, he literally can. What about the whole Dobby literally thing? Can. And they're like, eh, we'll look into it later. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so after lunch, they all no, go no, over have, to see I have one Lumbus more creature-related note. Oh my god, I, I really thought we were like finally going to get to what this chapter no, is no, about, but no, not no, yet. No, 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 I'm, I'm uh, <laughs> trying to make this recording last three hours. okay well the listeners voted i made the listeners vote like two years ago if they wanted long episodes broken into two parters and y'all said no so if this is a three-hour episode (laughs) y'all only have yourselves to blame it won't be there's no way i yes way uh anyway um (laughs) we'll never beat our record of two hours and 22 minutes the veritas serum episode yeah that's a lot there was a lot going on in that episode there's a lot going on in this episode though so you know who's to say it's hard to keep up. Okay, Mots, what's the thing? Well, it's at least a very long chapter. Okay, hang on. Uh, it's really long. And you, you mentioned me <laughs> yeah. earlier, you were like, this is a long one. And I was like, it I guess really, I should start really listening feels now. like a long chapter. <laughs> feels long. Listeners, does it feel long? <laughs> Reminder, Mots, you did choose this. <laughs> you chose this life. I sure did. I'm contractually required to, and so is Haley. You're the one who chose. <laughs> Just kidding. We don't have contract. <laughs> okay, hang on. Uh... I need to find the note. Okay. Um, On the topic of creature, I feel like we, the Harry Potter community on the whole, don't talk enough about the fact that Harry Potter, the main character and presumed good guy of the book series, Harry Potter, (laughs) becomes a literal slave owner in the next book. Wow. Wow. He's the good guy, everyone. Yeah, you're right about that. (laughs) Unfortunate. I have one uh, note just before St. Mungo's. Um, where did Mundungus fucking learn to drive? <laughs> That's just a handy skill. Uh, okay. I, I almost like feel like maybe he has spent some time serving on some muggle heist crews just to get some uh, varied experience. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Diversify his portfolio, if you will. Diversify the portfolio. Mm. Okay. So after lunch, they all go over to see to St. Mungo's to see Arthur. And there's a very lovely joke about all the people who are coming in with entries from family arguments. You know, it's like, quite, it's like, yeah, that makes Christmas sense, time. actually. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's his the season to get into a fist fight with your uncle. Or, you know, send a walnut up someone's nostril. <laughs> Here's what I don't like. Type A wives of husbands with ADHD deal with a lot. Speaking, not speaking from experience or anything. <laughs> Molly Weasley is like, I see they changed your bandage two hours before the time that they usually change your bandage. Like, uh, what fucking happened to you? What did you do? Why did they change your bandage? And she peeks and then she's like, what the fuck is this? It's fucking stitches. It's a fucking muggle. She's like grilling him and screaming. And the narrative paints her. The narrative paints her 
Like, she's a fucking bitch, dude. And I hate it. I hate the vilification of Molly Weasley in this book. Yeah. I don't feel like this is necessarily vilification. Like, the, the stitches apparently did not work. Like They dissolved. It, no, that's, that's Hermione's guess. I think the oh. reason they didn't work, like... It, that's how I remembered it, too, and then I was reading it at this time, and I was like, that's not... No, stitches just aren't that good for really jagged wounds. Like, mm-hmm. they just don't yeah, work that well. Yeah, and the person well. who was doing them probably maybe had never done them before. It was an intern. It was <laughs> an intern. That's why Molly's, like, Molly is not not right to be pissed here. Like, yeah. Arthur's kind of acting like he's in pain, but he's not saying why... But, like, I do love everybody's reactions in here. Like, Bill is a, immediately, <laughs> immediately sees the look I on Molly's face. He's like, I, I, I'm a, I'm a head out. I, uh, I honestly, Fred I Bill, George. Bill's been dealing with this longer than anyone. Yeah, no, that's why Fred and George take their cues. And then Harry hears Molly be like, well, it kind of sounds like you've been uh, sewing yourself up like a shirt. Uh, but that would be fucking absurd. That sounds fucking bananas if you've never heard of stitches yeah. before that sounds real and like even i'm an i live in a world with stitches i've gotten plenty of stitches in my day and even like reading a book or something where someone's like giving stitches i'm like what why do you think you just sew a person up like why does that and but it it works i still have i got stitch scars on my arm my scarm that's what my cousin Christopher calls it. Have I ever uh, brought up, I've got a forehead scar right where Harry Potter does, because I ran- Scarhead? Yeah, yeah, I ran full force into the uh, front <laughs> desk at a fancy restaurant when I was five <laughs> and split my head open to the bone. Fantastic. I had to get a bunch of stitches. <laughs> oh my God. No one died I, though. I meant to ask, when was the last, <laughs> I meant to ask, when was the last time you, you guys visited someone in the hospital since um uh, since we're doing trauma uh trauma uh wait hold on i had a joke for this i haven't visited anyone in a hospital recently but like i think the last i was in the hospital like myself was yeah. uh, like i had i had fucked up my hand like just accidentally it? yeah it was when i With accidentally the yeah the bread knife thing yeah, and that I was remember. a situation of like hey it's too jagged to you know do stitches so we're just going to have to leave this open yeah. It was a bad time. That's fine. Um, I think the last time that I was... I, can't, I don't even know if I can call it visiting someone in the hospital. Uh, I was not in the hospital for, like, my own self. Um, but uh, my dad had just had, uh, I think, possibly a heart attack. Uh, or, like... Uh, I don't I don't remember what exactly it was, but basically my dad was completely unconscious and... The last, oh my gosh. Uh, the last thing that happened before we had to leave was we all collectively decided that uh, my dad probably would not regain conscience, so we had to collectively make the decision to just... <laughs> so that was fun! <laughs> Trauma <What>? chapter! <laughs> what? Yay! He wins! Wow. <laughs> that, yeah, you win. Yeah. You Fuck win. Yeah. I very rarely win in anything, so that's uh, that's great. You won. You won the dead parents joke. Great job. That's, yeah, good job, team. <laughs> team dead dad. Is riding hey! On the XM, honestly. Team dead dead. Team I'm, dead dead. 
Harry Potter. <laughs> is Harry Potter invited? What are you doing? Okay. <laughs> yeah, sure. Sure, I guess. I was going to whip out the late grandmama card, but it's like it seems like silly now to be like, "Well, my grand my my 86-year-old grandma was in the hospital if you can believe oh it before God. she passed away." Like <laughs> obviously. I mean, my my trauma story just doesn't involve a hospital, but that's fine. <laughs> we'll get there. I was in the hospital about a year ago because I had a horrific chiropractic encounter. I, and I think I told that on the podcast. Oh, but yeah. like that was that was I've been thinking about that lately. It's the anniversary of that time that the chiropractor ruined my day for two days. Actually, it lingered. So the first day I got a bad adjustment and I was like barfing and like dizzy. And my husband had to take me to the hospital and it was awful. And then the next day I went to my mom's house for Christmas Eve and I had a splitting migraine, which I hadn't had for years, but I had like the worst migraine of my life. And all my family was being riotously happy because it was Christmas Eve. And I was like, I want to walk into the woods and cover myself with, hmm, what's in those woods? Not bears. Moss, help leaves, <laughs> sticks, peat. <laughs> no, like something to attract a predator, you know? Oh, I mean? oh, okay. Uh, deer Maybe like urine? flowers, the bees can come get me. Possibly. Not the bees. <laughs> the bees. <laughs> Oh, P.S., the, the favorite line in this chapter was, What do you mean? That's the general idea! I do really love that line. <laughs> Everyone fucking dips. <laughs> I feel like I don't like the vilification of Molly Weasley because I see myself in Molly Weasley. Okay, okay but Molly, like, Molly's not wrong. That's my thing. I, she's not wrong. Like She's the only one who's like, but what if that was a terrible idea and like something stupid happened because you listened to an intern? And Arthur Weasley's like, but interns have value. And it's like, they're not in charge for a reason. They're wizards. I don't think they know about germ theory. For like, sure. do, do they know about sterilizing things? Do they? I don't think they do. Mm. I straight up don't think they do. Mm. Sounds like someone's got himself a little infection poo. <laughs> <laughs> a little infection poo. Arthur has this like fucking wound. That's why he's still in the hospital is because they can't figure out how to make it clot basically right mm -hmm. it was like bleeding openly mm -hmm. and the stitches haven't helped and that's interesting hmm. i guess well i guess if it's like i don't know what else to do do you want to do this bizarre muggle experiment you know it kind of makes sense yeah yeah they probably like got to talking about muggle stuff and the intern was like i'm actually really interested in like some muggle uh, medical practices. In fact, they've got this thing. They've got this thing. If you would consent to try it. The thing is that I think with Molly is that Arthur should have been like, hey, Molly, I'm going to do this. Yeah, it should have said something. Yeah. Say anything. I mean, she would have she would have said you're an idiot. Please don't. But then she wouldn't have been mad like this on Christmas to find out this way. Mm, you know? Yeah. Okay, and we're going to get down to business. Are we going to defeat the Huns? <laughs> to defeat the Huns. Listen, me daughters. Okay, but the horse's name in Mulan is Khan. I just want to <laughs> remind you that the horse's name in Mulan is Khan. Yeah, we I'm... know you're related to the horse from Mulan. <laughs> no one likes a bragger. <laughs> I love that character. Okay. Oh, I thought of a joke earlier. Uh, actually, very topical, considering you brought up Huns. Um, <laughs> I thought of a uh, an alternate universe scenario where the 
alternate like medicine thing that uh, Arthur had used was uh, en- essential oils instead of fucking stitches. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, you're probably smelling my smelly mom. Hey! She's been wearing essential oils. <laughs> oh, terrible idea! <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys know that some essential oils can like melt plastic? Yeah, that, uh, that does not surprise huh. me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Clove oil, uh, specifically, will fuck up certain kinds of plastic. (laughs) I only use two kinds of essential oil. Number one, I use tea tree oil when I'm getting a zit. And number two, I use peppermint oil in my humidifier when I am feeling boogery. Yep. Yep. But, uh, (laughs) they, uh, they are heading for the tea room, which Harry also just remembers where it is. He just remembers what the sign was downstairs. Yeah. How does your memory work, sir? <laughs> it's poorly. Really poorly badly for, yeah, I, I, for I, I can't even... I can't even talk shit because mine's the same way. I can't remember anything important, but, you know, I can remember weird details from six years and ago. Haley, and Haley, that's why we love you. Mm. And traumatizing moments from high school and... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So the kids wind up on a floor called Spell Damage, which, no thank you. I would not be going there. Mm. Enter Professor Lockhart. Yep, staring out from a little window. (laughs) Pursued by his own past. (laughs) And a nurse who calls him a naughty boy. (laughs) But, like, I get it. Oh, my God, like. A silly baby, like a hot guy, famous hot guy. <laughs> it's <laughs> like in my ward now. Like, yeah, you're a naughty boy. It, he's like the he's like the darkest universe version of a himbo. Like, <laughs> yeah, this is on the, the worst. Sl- on the sliding scale of himbos, he's like the least wholesome. But I mean, he's essentially harmless. And this isn't even the most fucked up thing in this chapter. Before we get into the really fucked up shit, can I just bring up that uh, the portrait uh, that is convinced that Ron has spattered groit. And now I'm uh, I'm picturing a real-life version of Harry Potter where uh, Hogwarts next year has to deal with a spattered groit epidemic. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, everyone, get in your barrels of Eli's. <laughs> it's just freckles. I lo- Okay, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. The picture, the portrait, is like, you have spattergroit. And Ron Weasley is, like, deeply embarrassed and ashamed by this. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's just freckles. And here's the thing. The most attractive quality in a person is being able to... Is not taking themselves seriously. And being able to joke about themselves. Yeah. Right? And, like, I've known... I've known a person before. Dare say I dated them. Who took themselves so fucking seriously oh, no. that you could not joke oh, no. about them. Ronald Weasley, his greatest weakness is the fact that he cannot just LOL when people are talking yeah. shit about him. Yeah, he's LOL, too easily dude, embarrassed. That, this shit is funny. This is a funny encounter. This portrait has nothing to do with your real life. But he's 15. You don't. You uh, haven't figured that out when you're 15. <laughs> Any 15-year-old that has figured that out is the like most I powerful 15-year-old in the world. I feel like I didn't. I'm yeah, powerful. Fred and George. Yeah, they can pull it off. They can pull it How off. How is Ron related to Fred and George? Recessive dream, recessive genes. Weasleys go good, good, bad, good, good, bad. The good. children, <laughs> and then good, and yeah. then good. <laughs> hey, at least it, at least it was a good to end it off. 
<laughs> Ended on a good note. Molly's like, I finally got a daughter. Thank We're done. God. We're done. <laughs> All right, I got I got what I needed out of this at last. Uh, okay, guys. No, we have no, to talk no, about Lockhart yeah, though. Yeah, like, like we really do. The fact that they're so British that like they can't not be dragged in. <laughs> like the the nurse is just so nice and expected, and they're like, uh Yeah, I for sure would be like, nice to see you, and then turn on my heel. You know what I mean? I would yeah, get dragged in. That's that's why I respect you. <laughs> You'd get yeah. dragged in, Mots. Is that why oh, no, you wanted I to absolutely. cover this chapter? Because you yeah. see yourself in yeah. the trio? No, this whole this whole chapter is just it's just Tag this. yourself in this chapter. I'm I'm Augusta Longbottom. <laughs> I'm, I am definitely Harry just standing here like, ah, I don't know how to stop this from happening. Yeah. Oh god, oh god. I'm probably a mix between Ron Weasley, Harry Potter, and Broderick Bode. That's bad. That's a bad combo. Yeah. <laughs> That's a bad combo. <laughs> You're doing great, yeah. comparatively. <laughs> okay. Uh, Professor Lockhart is not well. He's confused. He doesn't remember the trio. He doesn't remember being a teacher. He doesn't remember He has this, like, <laughs> he tries this, he has this, like, deep compulsion to be like signing autographs like he knows he's famous and that's all he's left with he's like this empty famous vessel and it's creepy and sad and terrifying it's like existentially horrifying yeah that was his entire identity (laughs) yeah there's this attendant who comes to like collect him and like you said she's stoked to learn that he has visitors and they get like wrapped up in it yeah so he like Lockhart understands that like these are his fans Every, like everyone is his fans but he he doesn't know why he has fans but and sometimes that seems to bother him and sometimes it doesn't seem to bother him that he doesn't remember why like all that really matters is that I am in fact famous like he'll kind of drift off of like I don't remember why but it doesn't matter because I'm beautiful <laughs> Yeah, this it's like very upsetting. Mm. <laughs> it was very upsetting. It's, to listen to. It, it would be more upsetting if this wasn't just like what he's like. <laughs> this is wow. the worst, true dad, worst version of Lockhart. Actually, is it? It's. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty worse. bad version. I mean, he's harmless. That's true. That. He's, he's not been, attacking twelve-year-olds. Uh, yeah, he's not attacking twelve-year-olds. He's true. been. What do you call it? Like disarmed. Yeah. Yeah. Neutralized. <laughs> Brained, yeah, neutralized. Okay, and then there's also this dude named Bode who gets gifted, quote, a rather ugly plant. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, with waving tentacles. Pro- probably won't ever come up again. Definitely not two chapters from now. Yeah, this is going to turn into a tentai porno. Def- yeah, exactly. Enter. No, one final note before we get to the trauma shit. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, there is a, uh, we meet a witch uh, who, I believe her name is Agnes, um, who has like a really furry face, something similar to like Hermione's. Oh yeah. I didn't even really clock that, but, but like, you're right. The f- difference is Hermione gets treated at the like hospital wing I- at Hogwarts yeah, it, it and seems... this is like permanent spell damage. So... Yeah. The, dif- the thing that um, I'm... My theory for this is that this is a failed attempt at becoming an animagus. Uh, <gasps> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That oh my would God. make sense. Like, permanent... The permanent factor is what makes this... <laughs> is what makes this whole yeah. thing, well, like, it, so it, Yeah, yeah, like, the fact that she barks yeah. 
This scene is horrifying. Uh, this is like the horror. This is body yeah, horror. Really yeah, is. the whole thing. Oh, I hate body yeah. horror. Yeah. And it's getting worse. Yeah. <laughs> Me too, but Mots, hey Mots, hey Mots, you picked this chapter. <laughs> On purpose! Hey, it was two years ago, and I did not know that. Haley and I, I did not remember how bad it was. obligated. <laughs> okay, enter, enter. The long bottoms. Well, technically, they were there to begin with. <laughs> For a long time. Okay. Okay, I'm just gonna. Neville and his grandma, Augusta, my bitch, have been visiting. Well, she's actually kind of a cunt, but she's still my bitch. They've been visiting Neville's parents. Augusta knows all about the trio from Neville. She's like monologuing here. She's the only person with any confidence in this moment. And she like realizes that Neville hasn't told his friends about the fact that his parents were tortured into insanity via the Cruciatus curse by Bellatrix Lestrange and her husband, Rodolphus Lestrange. Wonder why. Yeah, so, but Harry knows because Dumbledore told him, I guess, right? Yeah. Is that what happened? No, he, saw, he saw their trail, um, trailer, the trial. He saw the trial of, the uh, trial in yeah. the pen scene. Yeah. Okay. He dove and into someone else's found out without their consent. Indeed, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 He didn't know. He didn't know. Well, he knew not to stick his face in a bowl of uh, um, magic yeah. jizz, but... <laughs> Shiny jizz? Yep. Yeah, well, he's just not the most coordinated. <laughs> so basically, Harry, the gist is just... that Neville is feeling ashamed, Augusta is lecturing, and Harry Potter is like, I've never felt sorrier for someone in all my life, including yesterday when I thought that I was being possessed <laughs> by Voldemort. Yeah, it's like this whole moment is it has such like always sunny, like staring in the restaurant vibes, like, oh God, oh no. Oh no, I don't know what to do. Why are we both here? <laughs> I don't know how to help you. Yeah, it's awful. It's like, it's just like Neville's sadness and trauma and like embarrassment and like un, what's the opposite of confidence? Like, like all of that is so heavy and tangible in this, it, in this moment. Yeah, it's, this is just like the worst possible thing. And it's yeah. like... Like, I get it. I get why he doesn't talk about it. Because yeah, no because, one asked, and it's hard to yeah. just bring that up. Exactly. Exactly. And also, who's he going to bring it up to? Fucking Harry Potter and <laughs> Ronald Weasley? Right? Like, no, that's not the right audience. No. No, that's the worst. <laughs> I wonder who Neville's best friend is right now. Like, who's Neville's best friend? He would probably consider it Harry. No, not Harry. Pomona Sprout. No, no one has ever cared less about Neville Longbottom yeah, than Harry. No, Neville part. thinks of, if ne you ask Neville who his best friend is, <laughs> he would probably say, I don't know, probably Harry. Neville, he deserves so much better. <laughs> Maybe Hermione? This is why you just have to be nice to everyone all the time, you know what I mean? Because one of them's a total Neville. God, he's having a rough day. I feel like Neville's so, the kind of kid who would have, like, their best friend is one of their teachers. Like, I feel like maybe Professor Sprout. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. There's always Me one. Me in high school. Oh. <laughs> yep. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, there's... Y'all. Yeah. I dropped yeah. that for a reason. <laughs> oh, trauma. <laughs> trauma. It's, I mean, it's trauma the book. And it all culminates in this fucking chapter. <laughs> it, it culminates... No, you know what it culminates no, in? it culminates in... 
chapter 24, The Beetle at Bay. That's chapter the 25. Valentine's Day chapter. That's when it culminates. That's chapter 25. Come on. <laughs> Sorry, I did that from memory. I was guessing dates. I should never guess dates. <laughs> Loudly and confidently wrong, as always. <laughs> but in terms, in terms of the trauma, it all culminates with a, a chewing gum wrapper. So Neville's mom, Alice, approaches Neville and hands him an empty gum wrapper. And Neville's like, thanks, mom. And I'm like crying. And Augusta's like, throw that in the trash. She's given you enough to paper your room by now. And then he sticks it in his pocket. Oh, my God. Stop. 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 I can't. Yeah. Um, okay, so anyway, the kids feel terrible, and the chapter ends with a very hilarious joke from Gilderoy Lockhart about Not how he t- didn't learn joined-up writing for nothing. A.K.A. he's trying to do some read autographs. the fucking room. He can't read the room! Ever since the I don't know if he can read anything. He can read joined-up writing if it spells Gilderoy Lockhart. <laughs> <laughs> but it's only his joint up writing if it spells Gilderoy Lockhart. I feel like, okay, so I feel like I don't have, I, I feel like I'm not really equipped to unpack this chapter the way that it deserves to be unpacked. Mm-hmm. I feel Same. like, I feel like this is being, I feel like some parts of the chapter are approached with like, um, like a bit of an ableist lens, right? I feel like this is like, a f- like black humor. I feel like is how it was intended. Yeah. Yeah, and well, like leave just leaving aside the fact that like that's not that's not how insanity works. That's not how torture works. But okay, like just right. Think it through at all. I don't know. Yeah, but remember who wrote this book. I know. And then I know. know. (laughs) And then I do just want to reiterate that I don't love. The vilification of Molly Weasley. I don't love that it's like, we need someone to talk to Harry. Who's it going to be? I guess it's going to be fucking Hermione who abandons her family to take care of these stupid teenage boys' emotional needs. Like, I don't love, but I do, you know who I do love? Augusta Longbottom. She's a bitch, dude. Like, she's mean. She's She abuses her grandson a little bit, but she is pulling a lot of shit together and she's keeping it together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I respect the hell out of her. She's got her hat. <laughs> is she wearing that it in this scene? Yes, she is. <laughs> I assure no. you. I assure you, you the, she is. Do you have a line? Read me. Let me find Give me it. The line. Let me find it. Okay. My lighter says slay today. I did not read this chapter thoroughly. Yep. I just could okay. not. Harry's head spun around. The curtains had been drawn back from the two beds at the end of the ward, and two visitors were walking back down the aisle between the beds. A formidable-looking old witch wearing a long green dress, a moth-eaten fox fur, and a pointed hat decorated with what was unmistakably a stuffed vulture and trailing behind her looking thoroughly depressed, (laughs) Neville in italics. (laughs) Okay, thank you so much for that. You're very welcome. Okay. Depressed indeed. So that's the end of that chapter. Okay, so Mots, how are we feeling after reading that chapter that you signed on specifically in specific particular to read? You could have had any chapter, my dude. We could have had it. <laughs> you could have had Hagrid's Tale. That one was fun and lighthearted, you know? No, 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 I, I respect that opinion for sure. I think, honestly, the only thing that could have made this chapter better is Dolores Umbridge. 
No! Who sadly was only mentioned once. It actually, like, does feel like a relief to not... To know she's not coming. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, one thing that this uh, this book does really well is, like, it makes Hogwarts not fun. Like, yep. it, ma- yeah. it like on purpose. It does on It purpose. does a good job of, like, oh, God, this, this sucks now. This feels like real school now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a lot less magical all of a sudden. Mm. Yeah. Well, until the Weasley's twins start having a little bit of fun. Yeah. Mots... You know, we've been talking for a long time, but is there anything about this chapter that you want to circle back to? Anything we didn't get to mention? Any special moments? I mean, I'm sure there are, but uh, Hermione is apparently really bad at gift giving. Because she gives books, right? Is that what she does? <sighs> no, she gave the planners. I mean, books are fine. The homework oh, the planners. planners. The talking planners, which That's you bad. know you would. You know no. you would. Haley, I would never. I've actually, Haley, I'll have you know, Haley. I'll have you know that I've never been able to maintain a planner in my life. Really? Yeah, really. It's the the phones are the only thing I can do. Because you can really? just tell your phone to do something. Yeah. But then you have to find it. No, it's how you set you. All it says, takes is one sentence from you telling your phone to remind you like when you need to worry about this thing next. Mm-hmm. Mm, I love my phone. That sounds like a nightmare. I've never had a written. Anyway, I'm not. I take a lot of Hermione's qualities, but this pl- giving planners to other people, no. Ones that's, that talk. That's ableist. Your friends are not neurotypical, right, dude. Like, don't no. This is, this is the 90s. They didn't know about that yet. Like, my high school used to give us planners that had shitty things, like, you know, another day, another dollar, like, whatever the fuck, yep. <laughs> like, written on them. Yep. Back to, like, just a bunch of my least favorite things in the world. Uh, This is the Wizarding World equivalent of giving people, like, self-help books in Christmas press. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Yeah. It's bad. That's not far off. Wish it. Wait, hold on. Brian writes a bestseller. Click. Um, Wait. wait. Wish it. Want it. Do it. Wish it. it, Want it. Do it. Makes you better, better, faster. Okay. Are you all ready to move on to plugs? Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about Plugs, plugs, oh, plugs, no. plugs. Uh, I was Runal Waslib. Would you like to be found on the internet? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at uh, m.fur. That's m d o t f u r. What have you been watching, reading, playing, listening to recently? You think the listeners of our podcast would enjoy? I assume that people who are listening to this podcast like me really like just talking about and dissecting all of the problematic shit in this series so i know that plugs typically aren't like harry potter related but there is a uh there is a youtube video uh, i'm just gonna send um send uh, christina the link to it but it's uh, nice it's a in the one hour 45 minute video dissecting every reason why harry potter is garbage and like why it's problematic and stuff it's wonderful um, that's cool. That sounds like what we should cover it on our bonus show. <laughs> it is wonderful, honestly. We do uh, always need bonus material. <laughs> <laughs> um, other awesome. than that, um, I've been reading every, um, Hercule, Hercule Poirot, uh, book. Ooh, every novel. That was uh, actually like pretty good pronunciation, Mots. Like, I you. feel like I've read, I feel like I've read a couple 
Ecupero. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, I feel like I read a couple <laughs> books featuring that main character, and I, I definitely don't pronounce that right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I started at the beginning of the year and I finished the last one, book 33, novel 33 there's this 30, morning. Oh my god, there's 33. So I've read 33 books this year. <laughs> Whoa. Good for you. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah, that's, awesome. that's it. That's, that's Agatha Christie, right? Hmm? Yeah. That's Agatha, I don't think, I don't feel like you said that. I feel like you just said, Elkibiva. And yeah, I no, I, I think part of me assumes that everyone, like, that's just common knowledge, but yeah, no, it's if probably If you look at not. it, it's like Hercules Poirot, you know what Poirot. I mean? <laughs> Hercu- Hercule Poirot. Hercule Poirot. Hey, Haley, uh, what have you been doing lately that you want to recommend to the listeners? Uh, bong sewer, everyone. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I I am nice. going to plug uh, Lackadaisy by Tracy J. Butler. Um, it's a webcomic that's been going since webcomics were first invented, pretty much. Uh, it's about uh, a struggling group of bootleggers in St. Louis during Prohibition. Also, everyone is cats. Um, it's just, a, they just are. Uh, and there recently was a whole, like, crowdfunded effort to create an animated short that is supposed to come out in March. Uh, a trailer was recently released. A bunch of people are involved. Um, Prozy D, I don't, I don't know how you say it, but uh, mm-hmm. you've, if you were ever on Vine or TikTok, you've seen this guy. Um, he does a lot of voice work. Uh, so it's nice. just looking really, really, really cool and fun. Uh, so yeah, Lackadaisy, Tracy J. Butler, the webcomic is great, and the uh, animated short's going to drop in March of 2023. Nice. <laughs> and that's the year that we're in right now. Oh, Which, no. Yes, yeah, we are in 2023. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Well, sometimes people find us late. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's hard <laughs> to know. Uh, and today, I'm going to plug a book that I've been listening to recently. That book is called... You Just Need to Lose Weight and 19 Other Myths About Fat People by Aubrey Gordon. And I found this book because I listened to Maintenance Phase, a health podcast debunking, you know, health myths like this. And she's the co-host of it. So it's been a I consider myself to be like a fat person. And it's been like a, a cool perspective to read. You know, it's like it's got some cool information. Um, but I think that anyone could benefit from from reading this book and I'm listening to the audiobook, which is narrated by the author. So that's fun as well, especially since I know her as a podcaster, you know, so it's kind of just like an extra long episode of maintenance phase. But anyway, I recommend it. Links are in the show notes. Mots, thank you so much for joining us to talk about, I don't know, Christmas on the fucking clothes word. Christmas in February. LOL. (laughs) Everyone's favorite thing. Oh dear. Uh, Thank you so much for having me on. Um, It's been just as always an absolute joy to to be well, joy in is a strong <laughs> word, but uh, you know. No, I got it. I got it. <laughs> it's been uh, it's, it's been nice a time. to talk to your friends, even if you're talking about trauma. <laughs> exactly, uh, <laughs> Mots. Earlier today, I was thinking about the very first time that I read an email from you aloud on the podcast. <laughs> I pronounced your name wrong, and Taylor had to quietly be like, "You pronounce you pronounce this guy's name wrong," and I just. 
I was thinking, I was like, wow, our friendship has come so far since then. You know, and I'm just I'm very grateful for you. You're always willing to come chat nerdy shit. And I just love it. Also, I will say that you are one of the very few people that I have corrected on my name pronunciation myself. <laughs> always correct me. I'm a linguist and a writer and an editor. Always correct me. Perfect. Also, uh, not to be that guy, uh, bring, you know. Trauma. Uh, uh -huh. Haley, you forgot to mention where people can find you on Twitter. So, uh, <laughs> you know, wow, basically thanks. the guy who, uh, you so know, much tells the, reminds the teacher. You're, you're doing the podcast wrong. I've listened to it so much and you're doing it wrong. No, you're right. You're right. Um, I'm, if... the, I'm the kind of kid who reminds the teacher to uh, assign homework. Wow. <laughs> wow. 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 <laughs> Yeah, uh, for the time being, you can find me on Twitter at the Writ to Wit. Are we still doing Twitter? I guess. As for as long as Twitter continues to exist. Here's the thing. Twitter's the one that is the least annoying to me. You know what I want to I'm explode? I want Instagram to explode. It's very tedious for yeah, me to have same. to be on Instagram. Yeah, same. Mm. Twitter's fun. You just be like, beep, boop, boop. Whenever you have a funny thought and you're like, oh, well, I'm funny. I hate that everything's yeah. backwards on there. Backwards? Yeah, everything's backwards. Anytime you want to like read through something, you have to go like like all the way to the bottom and then read up. I can't possibly have time for this. Um, love you so much, each and every one of you. Mots, you're the best. Haley, Aww. you're the second best. <laughs> I'm comfortable with that. And that's the end of the episode. Hey. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> That's it, potheads. Thanks for listening to the Restricted Section. This podcast is produced and hosted by me, Christina Kahn. Our theme music was produced by Ryan Kahn. Our logo was designed by Michael Hardison. Please connect with us on Twitter at RestrictedPod, on Instagram at RestrictedSectionPod, on Facebook at RestrictedSectionPod, or in our Facebook group, The Restricted Section Detention Crew. Join our Patreon to get access to our Discord server, our bonus episodes, and other cool perks. We're also very happy to be a member of Deus Ex Media, where all you fucking nerds can find all kinds of fandom podcasts to suit your fancy. What would you do if there was a terrifying prophecy about you? Or you had to go on a perilous quest to save a friend. Or everything you loved was in danger and the world was about to end. Whoa, uh, slow down, Charlie. You know what to do when all that crazy stuff happens, right? Call Ghostbusters? No, <laughs> you listen to Of the Eldest Gods. Oh, 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 oh right, right, right. Sorry, Ray. Uh, Y'all can listen to our podcast about the Rick Riordan books. <laughs> we'll cover each chapter and talk about some of the fucked up mythological content Text. And we'll probably get cursed by Zeus. Let's know. hope that doesn't happen this season. Catch Oteg on all your podcast platforms. And eat some blue food while you listen. Wish us luck while we survive the apocalypse. Charlie. What? Chapter 23. Christmas on a closed ward. Was this why Dumbledore no longer would no longer meet Harry's eyes? Did he expect to see Voldemort staring out of them, afraid, perhaps, that their vivid green might turn suddenly to scarlet, with cat-like slits for pupils? <laughs> Harry remembered how snake-like, how the snake-like face of Voldemort. <laughs>
can't do this. Oh. Dave X Media.